This happens every four years. Last night in Korea, most people rushed home from work, and fried chickens were sold out quite early in the evening. Streets were empty and quiet, except for the occasional loud cheers of joy or collective groans and sighs. What is it about that black and white ball that makes us so many people so happy and so upset at the same time? What is it that lifts us up and lets us down all at once? It looks like soccer is all anyone's going to talk about for the next little while. Regardless of who wins or loses, isn't it wonderful that there is something that we could all enjoy together? At the same time, I'm Lena Park, and this is one fine day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Daybreak, starting us off with Trotanata. Love actually being the English title there. So, how many of you guys watched the Korea versus Ghana match last night? World Cup is underway. Well, here in Korea, from 10 p.m. and on, while the game was on, apparently there was not a soul in the streets of Korea because everyone was somewhere in front of a screen watching the game. Now, when watching a highly anticipated sporting event like that, hearing everyone cheer and sigh at the same time can also be a huge part of the fun, right? Sure, the game itself is very thrilling and captivating, but knowing that we're all in it together, that we're all rooting for the same team, well, there is something really just so special about that feeling. I have to admit, even watching the game last night, uh, I thought it was so fun to watch the reactions of not only the uh, Korean onlookers uh, there in the stadium, but also the Ghana onlookers and um, cheering and dancing and playing drums or shouting their fight songs in their own ways. It's just it's kind of lovely to see, truly. And, you know, for South Korea, last night's end result may not have been what we were hoping for, but... I think that uh, the South Korean play team played amazingly, right? They were all just so awesome. GHSK Fen09 says, People have been saying, This is an acronym that means, Even though they lost, they fought well. Uh, that's definitely the keyword. I love that we have a positive spin on that. Uh, GHSK Fen says, I think the players really did their best. Oh, I agree. I mean, down to the very, very, very last second. They were hustling. You can imagine how just absolutely exhausted they are, but you wouldn't know it. They were fighting so hard. It was, it was very, like, oh, just heartwarming to see. <laughs> JSJerry76 says, I felt like I aged two years in two hours last night. I wanted to grab the referee by his hair in the end, but he didn't have any. 
Ooh, yes, maybe that is why Referee Taylor doesn't have any hair. <laughs> maybe it's a work hazard. It's true, there was a lot of high emotion. It was quite the emotional uh, roller coaster. Hey, World Cup is not over yet, so we're going to all keep cheering on our respective teams. Yeah, definitely so. All right. Now, let's make like a soccer ball and roll right into the next order of business, which is, of course, our global roll call. So tell me where you are and what you're doing right now, as you also tell me which songs you'd like to hear today, and share your sayander stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kong, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr, or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also text me at sharp 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. Now, in part two of the show, we will be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. Stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. I'll be back with the roll call after one more song. Here's BTS with Yet to Come. Was it honestly the best? Cause I just wanna see the next. Put it on each in the One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now, it is 5.23 p.m. and we have a huge dip in temperatures today. 7 degrees colder, 7 degrees Celsius colder than yesterday to be about, I think, a high of 7. It's even colder now already because the sun will be setting pretty soon. Yep, we predicted it. We knew it was coming. Winter has come. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yaido, Seoul. Where are you? Time for our global roll call. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are, and what you're all up to right now. Aside from listening to the radio, where are you? All right. We'll start with listener Yulbro1317, who writes, Anni, annyeonghaseyo. The weather feels like late autumn, even though it'll be over soon and winter will be here still. It's supposed to get much, much colder tomorrow, so please take care of your health. I caught COVID in February this year, but I caught it again last week. You, you... My quarantine will be over tomorrow, and I hope I'll be all better soon. Also, today is my birthday. Although I'm quarantining at home alone, I can't help but feel thankful. Have a fun show. Aw, I'm so sorry to hear that you caught COVID again. I hope it wasn't um, extreme in any in any way. Um, I'm going to take it as a good sign that you were able to ride into the show and feel thankful. 
and happy birthday regardless. Ray Liu R writes, 안녕, 정연 누나. I was just scrolling through KBS World Radio's website and found out that I was selected as a winner back in early November. I feel bad for not emailing the OFT team sooner. 잘못했어요. 미안해요. This made my ear, honestly. Now for a proper roll call. Hi, this is Ray reporting from New York City at midnight. Haha. <laughs> It is super chilly here now, but I get to wear my new long pea coat. Nina, annyeong. Ooh, gosh, yes. This, that's one thing to look forward to um, with a new um, season upon us. Yes, our new seasonal clothes. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations belatedly on being a prize winner. Just email us uh, your address and we'll get that prize to you. Minmi-jang writes, 언니, 안녕하세요. It's so cold today, isn't it? I ordered a warm latte for the first time in a while and cooked some pechu tenjangguk because I felt like something warm. Mmm. Nice cabbage and soybean paste soup. I also feel like listening to some warm songs. Well, you've come to the right place. We'll see what we can do. Nanya's bar writes, DJ Lena, I heard the temperatures were in the sub-zero levels today, so I put on a padded jacket. But it's still too hot for a padded jacket. I was so happy that this autumn had been long, but now... We'll have to get ready for winter. I hear Christmas carols on the radio a lot. And a lot of people are making Christmas trees already too. How fast time flies. It's true, it's true. It's already time to get that Christmas tree out. And yeah, Christmas carols everywhere. It is the season. It is upon us. Listener LIN36E says, Hola DJ Luna. Today is my happy day. I don't know why, but I'm so hyper for no reason. Ha <laughs> ha. I hope my energy reaches all the listeners and have a magical day. <laughs> It was a short message, but believe me, we feel your energy. Thank you so much. All right, now let's take a look at some song requests. We have a request from listener Cutesy Tacos. Who writes, hi, DJ Lena. Right now, I'm sitting on the bed with my son watching Christmas movies. Hope you are staying warm. Could you please play For Life by XO? Thank you. All right, yes, it's already time to enjoy those Christmas holiday movies as well. Wonderful. And listener Yule K says, hey, Lena, how are you today? Can you play If You Love Me by NS Yunji? Uh, it reminds me of some good memories. And I need this vibe for the rest of my day. Thank you. All right. Yes, we will get those two songs ready for you. Hopefully both songs have some good vibes, some warm, warm vibes, whatever we all need to uh, get through the rest of our days. First up is EXO with For Life, followed by Ennis Yoonji and her song, If You Love Me. That was If You Love Me by NS Yoonji and before that, XO with For Life. Jisoo Kim 0801 writes, 
I got the parcel from KBS last week. Now I feel like I have to plan something or write journals on it. Oh yes, they're really, really nice. Um, you can really do anything you like with them. I like that the calendars are blank so you can completely customize it to your needs, you know, your month, your year, really, too. Listener PC writes, Hi, Lena. Love your new hairstyle. Thank you. Final exam is coming up in two weeks. Getting busy. Completing assignments. Presentation. It's getting colder, so stay warm. Yes, everybody, it's time to stay warm. Get all those warm things out. All your winter accessories. Here I am, 0203 writes, Annyeonghaseyo, DJ Lena. I went to the supermarket to buy some coffee yesterday, but I bought a bunch of other stuff and completely forgot about the coffee. I'll have to go back today. 오늘도 화이팅입니다. You know that used to happen to me a lot? So I always just try to write everything down. Write everything down. Shopping list, to-do list, this list, that list. <laughs> but oh well, maybe it's a nice little kind of outing for ya. So hope you get some yummy coffee. Johnny4900 writes, Hello, FD. With the cold weather, the humidity is dropping, and for whatever reason, I always build up an insane amount of static electricity and get shocked repeatedly by so many things, so I use my arms before my fingers. My co-workers can even hear it pop all day and have joked about me having an undeveloped superpower. They told me my nickname is Zaps now. Oh my. There must be something to that, where some people are more prone to static electricity shocks than another. There's got to be some sort of, like, physical, scientific explanation for that. Hmm, maybe we should, like, do a little internet search on that, and maybe we can help you out. <laughs> Well, just be careful and yet keep using those arms and uh, stay hydrated, right? And uh, and moisturize if you can, right? <laughs> I think that might help. Not sure. Uh, Lim Toy writes, hello, Nuna. I hope you are all right this coming winter season without catching a cold. My wife and I will move to another city in January to start a new business. It makes us super busy. This is why I couldn't come to OFD recently. But this noon, I connected to the Kong app, and when I heard your voice, wow, all my fatigue and stress were gone. Your voice and tone already helped me out many times, but today I felt like OFD is a kind of hometown where I always want to go but can't. My request song is Muntuk by B.O. Oh, well, we would love to be your hometown. You want to go, but even if you can't, we've got podcasts, right, and reruns for you to enjoy our little chit-chat, right? And if you catch a rerun, you can catch the songs as well. So even though you can't come to OFD every time you want, we're always there for you anytime you need and every time you can. All right, good luck with the new business and the move. Mm. Let's listen to Lim Tue's uh, song request. Right now, here is Bio with Muntuk. Suddenly.
You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Listener Toyang is writes, I am listening to OFD while lying on my bed with my dog, and I feel like I am in heaven. Ah, uh, there's nothing like snuggling up to your doggy on the bed. <laughs> That's a great feeling. Listener RNJSCK DDLS writes, The weather's gotten so cold. Be careful not to catch a cold, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all gotta be careful. And Tapey Warren writes, DJ Lena, my brain is fried now. I just completed one of the toughest and most challenging telephone deployments for my customers in APAC. Never in my life did I have to speak four different languages for a deployment. Today I had to work with telecom providers from China, Hong Kong, Australia, and Indonesia. Because some of the telco companies cannot speak English, I had to converse with them in Mandarin, Cantonese, and Malay. On top of that, I had to speak English to the Australian telco. It was extremely difficult for me because my brain had to constantly switch between these four languages. In addition, I had to give technical direction to my engineers. Can you imagine how overworked my brain is? I'm really exhausted now. I am going to leave work earlier today and I'll relax by listening to OFD, my favorite radio show. Thanks, Lena, for airing live today. Oh, my, my. <clears throat> Four different languages going back and forth, especially not even conversation. It's uh, actually work in technical language. That is tough. I think your brain has just like, you've used more percentage of your brain than the average human does in a day or a week or a month. Wonderful. Hey, <clears throat> look forward to keeping your brain age young, right? Um, we'll keep you young uh, if you want to have a silver lining. Personally, I'm just jealous <laughs> that you can switch between four languages. That's pretty amazing. Um, and yes, that was a hard day. Sounds really, really hard. So I hope you're enjoying your relaxation time right now with the show. Alicia Y writes, Last week, as part of the Railway Industrial Action, all transport cart readers in New South Wales were deactivated, and we traveled for free. The trade-off was less frequent trains, and when coupled with those people who deliberately took advantage of free public transportation, this meant crowded trains and more train delays. But traveling during off-peak hours was so good. Savings aside, not having to fumble for my wallet, my transport card, and then queue for the station gates saved several minutes of my time each journey, and it was great having an extra hand free, especially when I work on the train too. Not gonna lie, it did take me a couple of days to adjust back to the ry rhythm of get card out of wallet and tap. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We're all very, very um, adaptable people, right? <laughs> we are, as humans, very adaptable. So you'll forget uh, that you were never out of that rhythm. Get card out of wallet and tap. We have a text from listener 2737 who writes, Now that the weather's colder, my body finally feels that we're nearing the year end. I'm reminded of a line from Professor Keating. Ah, <clears throat> Dead Poet Society. 
Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are all noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we need to stay alive. Hmm. Well, I would add your songs to that list. And I'd like to request Kim Dong-yul's 우리가 세상을 살아가는 밥, featuring friends. I think there are like 15 people singing, but I recognize only five. <laughs> there's a lot. I don't know if it's 15. I do say there's a lot. I know I'm one of them. <laughs> but we all didn't even know who else was all doing it. We just went into the studio, did our little part, and all got to enjoy the finished product later when this album came out. Let's all enjoy and see if you can pick out the friends. It is Kim Dong-yul featuring his friends with 우리가 세상을 살아가는 법, The Way We Live This World. Not entirely, two different songs from two different parts of the world, it's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track, it's parallel universe. Today we will listen to two songs that share the title I Like You. First up is the K-pop song Pongang I Like You by N Flying. This five-piece boy band made their debut in 2015. Their debut album was called Gigamakyo. And they've since made a name for themselves as a hybrid band or a new trend band by mixing band sounds with rap. They released their eighth mini-album, entitled Dearest, in October of this year. And Pongbang, I Like You, was the album's title track. Written and composed by band leader Lee seung the Korean title of the song, Pongbang, is apparently short for Pongsak Mangetta, which roughly translates to completely ruined. Oh, In the lyrics, the protagonist compares being head over heels in love too, being just ruined, utterly ruined. Starts like this. I'm ruined. I was doing so well. Why did you have to show up? My severed circuits are flaring up. It's about to blow. I give up. I broke up not so long ago. I'm famously a homebody. I don't even like to pick up the phone. So I don't have any friends. It took effort for me to step outside, and I had no expectations. But as if it was all set up, there you were in front of me. Super cute, right? A little, like, sarcastic, but very cute. Meanwhile, on the non-K-pop side of things, we will listen to I Like You, a happier song by American rapper and singer-songwriter Post Malone. Post Malone released his debut single, entitled White Iverson, in 2015. That song shot 
right up to the 14th spot of the U.S. singles chart, and he's since become known and beloved for what is called his variegated vocals and gained acclaim for blending genres and subgenres of hip-hop, pop, R&B, and rap. His song, I Like You, A Happier Song, was part of his fourth studio album entitled 12 Carat Toothache. It was released in June of this year. It features American rapper and singer Doja Cat. Just as the title of the song suggests, it's been described as a track with a, a good vibe and a catchy beat with lyrics that basically just say, I like you, I like you, I do. So let's listen to these two songs back to back right now. Pungmang, I Like You by N Flying, and I Like You, a happier song by Post Malone featuring Doja Cat. That was Post Malone with Doja Cat on I Like You, a happier song. And uh, Endo 2021 was right, right, just wrote in, hey, can I get the title of the song we just heard? And I think that you were um, wondering about N Flying. It was N Flying's uh, Pongmang, I Like You. Pongmang as in, Pongsakmanghetta. <laughs> so if you like that song, you can go and get it on your, you know, closest streaming service or whatever. All right, those were the very likable Parallel Universe songs of the day. Coming up in part two, our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia Yu will join me in the studio for OFD and chill, so don't change the channel. Let me wrap up part one first with one more song. Here's Red Velvet with their song, Birthday. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill is coming right up. Professor Cynthia will be joining me here in the studio in just a moment. So, if you're trying to decide which Korean movie to watch next, which K-drama to binge on next, or which K-star to stand now, you should definitely hear out what she recommends. Let's take a song break while Cynthia settles in. First up is Song Shigyeong with Ani Myeonso, While Not. And after that, we'll listen to Tim and his song, 사랑합니다, I Love You. moment, countless titles are showing at the movie theaters, and even more dramas are there for you to binge. When every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first OFD and chill. K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secret's out. 
Korean films are just as awesome. So whether it be film or TV, if that one inch tall barrier of subtitles means nothing to you, but you just don't know where to start, let OFD and Chill be your guide. And as usual, our guide and expert with upper class taste, it is Professor Cynthia Yu. Welcome. Mm -hmm. How have you been? Well, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't know, seen you in a couple of weeks. That's true. Mm-hmm. You were busy on you were busy on a Tuesday. I was busy mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some fun pre-recorded shows, though. But welcome back to the live show. Yeah, mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. how have you been? Oh, surviving the cold, I guess. <laughs> you know, everyone's been telling me. I mean, and we're getting all these reports. It's going to be really, really cold mm-hmm. tomorrow. You know? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a high of minus one. That's true. Tomorrow. Like my, it'll begin with like minus nine or ten or right, something like that. Right. I mean, the high is minus one. Like I'm ready. Are you ready? I have my oversized baggy jeans. Nice. Under which I could do all the you know, layering. Layering. Mm-hmm. You know, I am the queen of layering. Oh, so. sounds good. Yeah, I'm ready. And getting uh, all your winter accessories and whatnot. And yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> You know, I have all these crazy winter accessories, like, you know, everything from <clears throat> the balaclavas to, like, <laughs> puffy, like, balaclavas made with puffy material padding. <laughs> balaclavas, puffy mm-hmm. balaclavas, mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, I've seen you with the puffy hoods right. as well. <laughs> so you're all ready and ready and set. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah, that's what it's all about, uh, accessorizing as much as you can during the right. winter. Not only does it keep you warm, but it's kind of fun. It is. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of um, designers, too, mm-hmm. are spending some effort, um, mm-hmm. attention to, like, sort of these accessories to That's send true. out. Because, you know, usually people invest in, like, one padding jacket or winter coat. And then live in it. For the right. Entire- that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> so lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Lahab82, Jerry 76 Update 2000, Tape Warren, and Alicia all writing, hello, hello, Cynthia Kusunim. And by the way, Tapi Warren, she mentioned this yesterday, but she also wrote in again and said that uh, she's been watching Under the Queen's Umbrella. Oh, mm-hmm. part of your suggestion. And she says, I love this drama. Thanks for recommending it. Yeah, it is fun to watch. I've been keeping up with it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and apparently uh, Kim Hesu's eyebrows just get more and more famous. <laughs> her eyebrows and her lips. And her lips. <laughs> Just getting more and more famous. Very pronounced lips. Very, very pronounced lips. <laughs> very, she's a very lovely and she is. striking woman, right? right. Mm-hmm. And she's still going strong. I mean, mm-hmm. she was at one of the biggest movie stars when I came to Korea tw- over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Go, go, Kim Hesu. Mm. But we're going to put our focus on mm, a different different kind of actor, different kind of drama, all together different. Uh, what have you brought in to talk about today? Yeah, it's kind of like the most buzz. It's the drama with the most buzz these days. Oh, it's, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Korean title is wonderful. Jebor-chip magne adel. Which means the youngest son to the Chebor. Right. The Chebor family's youngest son. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess they had to change the English title a little bit, and it's Reborn Rich. Reborn Rich. rich. Okay. And uh, I've seen the posters for this show on the big multi-screens, the right. big screens at the, at the intersections. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on buses. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was a movie at first, because yep. I've never seen a drama, a TV right. show roll out so much right. marketing. Right. 
Um, you know, part of it is it's um, it's actually re- you can stream it on a lot of um, streaming sites, global couple of big global sites oh. and local sites. So it's not exclusive to one streaming site. Not at all. They just rolled it out to all just to make it available. You know, I kind of think that's a Korean strategy. Oh. You know, a lot in in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. You know, Hollywood studios. They rolled out their movies in their own theaters right. and whatnot. Right. But um, Korean, these production companies mm-hmm. are just sort of making these great content on the cheap mm-hmm. compared to Hollywood and right. other countries. Mm-hmm. And then just selling it. To here and there. Everywhere for the biggest kind of won or dollars, you know. And I think that's pretty smart instead of creating their own kind of big right. global being, OTT site. That's true. Instead of um, being um, exclusive content, mm-hmm. all are your own, you you have to subscribe to us for this, that they're like, no, 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 it's free for all the right. people. It's a free market kind right. of strategy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, um, the title of this uh, this really drama. buzz mm-hmm. about drama, I think we need just a little bit of explanation because 제벌 is a little hard to describe to uh, a non-Korean, right. which is why I guess they changed the English title, right? Yeah. 제벌집. It's, yeah, it's kind of like Koreans. Um, Korea's economy is dominated by these conglomerates, right? right? Big conglomerate companies, usually based on a family ownership. Family ownership. So yeah, we get it's a little bit of modern day royalty. Right. Because hence my adjective, upper class. They mm-hmm. are sort of a kind of an aristocratic class here in Korea. True. Yeah. I mean, it's fairly recent. We were not going centuries back. We're going, no. going back maybe less than so a century. modern aristocracy. Yeah, two or three generations at Just the most. Just two and three. Mm-hmm. And it's all, like you said, it's family-based. And mm-hmm. wow, that family aspect of it. Right. Right? The fact that it's so-and-so's blood. Mm-hmm. And I, when I explain it to a non-Korean, I have to liken it back to the industrial giants uh, back oh, in, at the turn of the century the in America. The Vanderbilts, mm-hmm. the Rockefellers, right. the Morgans, right. and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Yeah, but usually those families by the third generation sort of handed off the management reins yeah. to, you know, professionals, right? Yeah. But a lot of these Korean families try to still keep management and in the ownership right. in the family. In the family. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where air to blah 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 right. comes in and it's it's still a really big presence mm-hmm. in modern day society so when you hear that right right the youngest son of a mm-hmm. huge conglomerate yes dynasty so it's actually there are some nice parallels with under the queen's umbrella mm-hmm. you know there was royal intrigue over mm-hmm. becoming the heir to the throne yes while there's some intrigue going on here mm-hmm. trying to become the heir to the throne of this company mm-hmm. or this business this right? big business and in the middle of it all um, the character uh, the character played by Song Joong-ki mm-hmm. he in the first episode mm-hmm. you see him as this you know, very loyal employee, Okay. you know, to the family. He's sort of like a pizza or executive assistant, mm-hmm. you know, to one of the heirs, one of the leading family members. I see, of this big conglomerate right. group. And then he ends up sort of earning the trust of one of the um, sons, okay. the heirs to the family. Mm-hmm. and But he is betrayed by someone in the family. Oh. And near the end of that episode... Um, this isn't really a spoiler because it's really... This is the the, way it starts out. Right. Um, He is killed 
right? He's framed oh. for some sort of embezzlement, and then they kill him off. Wait, our main character uh, dies in the first episode? That's the whole plot point here. Yeah. Because, like, let's go back to the English title, Reborn Rich. Oh. So, you know, you see him dying off, and then you see him in the next scene, you know, kind of fluttering his eyelids. Uh And he's waking up, Uh and then he finds himself in the body of the youngest son to the heir, Uh one of the heirs, Uh one of the sons Mm -hmm. of this family, the Sunyang family. Uh It's 1987, Mm -hmm. right? He's he's gone back into time. He wakes up. It's 1987, and he learns that he's been reincarnated into the body of Jin Dojun, the youngest grandson of the Sun Young family. Okay, this is really not what I expected. (laughs) Right? So, you know... Um, you know, when folks are sort of trying to, you know, yeah. describe this drama, they're using everything from drama to there's a bit of romance, there's mm-hmm. fantasy, mm-hmm. there's mystery, there's mm-hmm. thriller, there's a bit of crime, and there's also something called shideguk, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, going historical drama too, because right. you're going back piece. into the 80s and right. 90s, right. and these sort of big political social moments. I see. You know of Korean's right. recent history. Right. It, well, in the 80s, 87. That's right. A, that was a pivotal year. Definitely a pivotal year. A lot of consequence in that mm-hmm. year. So definitely not chosen just out of the blue. Nope. Okay. And I'm, I'm now, I'm completely n- shocked that <laughs> this has this like supernatural element in it. it yeah. Interesting. Okay. So from the get-go, it's, you have to suspend some disbelief here. Yeah. Korean dramas yeah. have always used a sort of time slip kind of, mm. you know, plot tool. I plot, see. You know, in a lot of dramas, they right? Do. So the, this kind of figures here mm-hmm. again. Like for me, I wasn't sure, is he really reincarnated Uh or is he like, you know, in some hospital Uh somewhere in reality Mm -hmm. and he's just dreaming all of this? Who knows? Like, so I wasn't sure for the first couple of episodes Mm -hmm. what was going on. But, you know, you have to sort of, as you say, you know, kind of like let go of, you know, of your of what's reality and just go with the universe that you're presented in this drama. You just gotta, you know, get into the world of it and then just sort of commit and accept and then enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll be back with more uh, about Reborn Richard after our first song. Here is Tongo of AT's with Gravity. It's off the OST of this drama. We just listened to Gravity from Jungo of ATs. Um, Cynthia was mentioning that you hear this song quite a lot mm-hmm. uh, in at least the early episode. Now, here's something that I didn't notice, but uh, it actually just started airing. This is a brand new Yes, um, but we're already series. six episodes in. We're six episodes in because they, they're they churning out three episodes a week, it looks like, huh? Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Ooh, that's... So, um, you know, so it's kind of on par with some of these OTT sites. Mm-hmm. It's not being released all at the same time, mm. but it's still more than the usual 
you know, two、That's、per week、true. that you would see. Well, I'm used to one episode a week. Am I too、true. old school? <laughs> <laughs> But in Korea, we usually get two a week. Yeah. Right? Because they go out back to back.、Mm-hmm. Uh, GHSKFEN09 says, I heard that the word tebor is actually in English, tebor.、Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that it is part of Korea's quite sad reality. Well,、mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know the debate make, is. Right. Is it the debate? Is going to go on and go on、right. as for whether these, you know, familial financial kind of dynasties,、mm-hmm. is it a sad reality? It's just the reality, is it a reality that can be improved on, perhaps?、Mm-hmm. Law of 82 says, I haven't watched it yet, but I think I will after Shudup, because Shudup is still ongoing, right? Yes, but they're not exactly <clears throat> at the same time zone. I mean, they're not scheduled at the same time. So, so they don't overlap. They don't overlap. So you can watch both. I, I do. Like, I can watch Shurup at around nine. And、yeah. then I follow it up with, <laughs> a, you know, Chebar, my little Chebar. Chebar、right? Nice. Oh, that was very good.、Mm-hmm. And Alicia says, hmm, just looked it up. I shall start watching it in three weeks. And then Tape Wern says, I'll watch it in December when I'm on leave. I can't wait to binge on all these great dramas.、Um, so this is just starting up, but it's buzzing right now. And I guess it's doing well. It's getting crazy ratings. I mean,、oh. it started with 6%, which is kind of historic for this、um, cable TV network. S- network.、Mm-hmm. They don't do that, ver- that very well.、Mm-hmm. They don't do very well, sorry, with the、um, dramas.、Mm-hmm. But with this one, and the latest episode,、mm-hmm. six episode, <laughs> got 17.5 ratings.、What? Oh, sorry, 16.5. Wow. So everyone's、That's、kind of. That's crazy for a com- cable network. Right?、Uh-huh. Six, 16.5. Yeah. They're pretty sure that it's going to match Uyangu. Because <gasps> I think、wow. the top rating for Uyangu was 17.5. Right, I see. I so see. they're you know, only episode six into the 16 episode arc. So folks are thinking, oh, you know, it can only go、mm. up. So, oh, well, but then now the pressure is on on those writers. They got to、right. follow through、mm-hmm. on whatever they've got the viewers hooked on. The development team is pretty. You know, top though.、Mm-hmm. Um, the PD is Chong、mm-hmm. Taeyun, I believe, and、mm-hmm. he worked on a lot of popular dramas with NBC before moving to the cable network.、Mm-hmm. The writer is Kim Taei,、mm-hmm. and she's worked with、um, Song Joong Gi before with Sung Kyung Gwan Scandal,、mm-hmm. and more recently,、um, you know, 60 Days, Ji Jung. Um, Sengjongja,、uh-huh. designated survivor. Designated survivor. That we talked about. Right. And, but it's really, I think, the cast. That is really making、oh, this show. I mean, let's very face it, Song Joong Ki is starring in it, so he's already a pretty big draw. He is a draw,、mm-hmm. he, but he's being totally overshadowed by, by Lee Sung Min. Oh, I love him too. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, <laughs> I do. Lee Sung Min is,、um, is from sort of the Gyeongnam, Gyeongsangdo area.、Mm-hmm. He grew up in there, and I know that he. Lived and worked in Daegu for many years. Oh, he did.、Um, mm-hmm. So he actually brings the accent, the Gyeongsangdo oh, accent, to this role. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which I don't think is... I've heard him use an accent before. Oh, he's very good with this、yeah. accent.、Okay. Um, and, you know, he's just riveting.、Mm-hmm. He has like charisma oozing out of every pore of his body.、Oh. But he's also good at sometimes he's just, you know, He just takes it down a notch、yeah. and he doesn't say anything, but、yeah. it's just sort of like the nunyangi, you、uh-huh. know, how he looks and gazes. That、mm-hmm. kind of, you catch your breath、mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, that's 
really intense, and there's a lot of information and mm. and emotion conveyed just in that you know just moment of silence. Look. Yeah, and and it is. I remember if I remember correctly on the uh, poster, mm-hmm. it is actually Lee Sung Min and Song Joong Ki, um, and the poster. But I didn't, I couldn't tell it was Lee Sung Min at first because <gasps> he's right. an old guy. Yes. He plays the kind of grandfather patriarch. Uh-huh. He actually plays the grandfather to Song Joong Ki's character in 1987. 1987. Okay. Um, there's, it's no secret that this drama is based on real life um, Chebars. We're, okay. uh, we're talking um, folks from Samsung here. We're seeing some characters from Hyundai here. And drawn from real life figures. Drawn from real life. <clears throat> and it's pretty clear that Lee Sung-min is sort of like this, a character sketch of the two patriarchs, mm-hmm. um, Lee Byung-chul mm-hmm. and Lee Connie. Mm. There are aspects of their sort of history, mm-hmm. their story weaved into his character. Uh, referenced, explicitly referenced right. in, in this show. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. So, yeah, um, but, you know, the rest of the cast yeah. is really amazing as mm-hmm. well. Yoon Jae-moon, he mm-hmm. plays Jin Young-gi, um, the eldest son mm. to um, Lee Sung-min, okay. Jin Young-chul's character. Wow. Now, he, he, Yoon Jae-moon is just, just, such a wonderful actor, but mm-hmm. he plays it down a notch here. Because mm. I believe his character, he's the eldest son, but he's not the most able okay. son. Right? I see. He's not the brightest and right. the most capable you know, businessmen here. And that is also a big real-life issue that we have with um, big family dynasties is usually, you know, it's by order of age. The eldest usually inherits Inherits. all and been in charge. Mm -hmm. But what if he's actually not the most capable? Right. So... Here, you know, it's the second son, Jin yeah. um, Yejun, yeah. um, sorry, Jin Donggi, who's played by the actor Cho han uh-huh. So he's sort of with the scheming second son. Ah, scheming. Right? <laughs> and you see some of his, mesh, you know, his schemes later on I see. in the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I found this character just super hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the actress Kim Shin-nook again. Remember okay. from Hellbound? That breakout actress right. from Hellbound. And now she gets kind of a big role here. Yes. She plays the daughter mm. to Lee Sung-min's sort of patriarch. And okay. She is hilarious. Oh. Because she's just kind of so overboard. Uh-huh. She and her husband provide some of the comic relief. Oh, interesting. Right? Interesting. And Actually, I'm also kind of bemused by her fashion Mm -hmm. and her extreme makeup. Oh. And for a second, I thought, you know, maybe that was just how people, you know, women did their makeup back Mm -hmm. in the day, right? Mm -hmm. In the 80s and 90s. Uh But, you know, folks are writing, you know, she actually, like her sort of style is reminiscent of um, Lee Myung-hee, the current chairperson Mm -hmm. of the Shinsegae group. Who's oh. also very famous for her makeup and mm-hmm. fashion sense. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so some of the fun of this drama mm-hmm. is like, oh, that character is from that family. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that episode is about this actual, you know, event that took place. Is it kind of random that I suddenly, I randomly feel a connection with um, the uh, British show The Crown? Yes. 
which mm-hmm. is sort of also based right. on real life figures living in in power right now. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, sort of kind of, you know, looking at their lives in one way. But this is a fictional account. It's a fictional right? account. You can't really, you know, it's. They they weave in sort of actual you know events and details from history. Maybe those and details, details that we know from these real life people. But of course, we don't know what actually happened behind those of course doors. Not. And I think those details are woven in more because it's something that Koreans can relate to. Right. You know, we have like a semantic relationship with it. So yeah, yeah. you know, we talked about Sagak, these royal um, dramas, mm-hmm. historical dramas like Shuru right. and you know other other dra- popular dramas. Mm-hmm. These chebars are sort of like the modern royalty for Korean society, right? So They are the royals. We're very much familiar with these characters, mm-hmm. like as you mentioned with the crown. Right, right. So, you know, I think that's part of the fun and appeal of this drama Perhaps as well. Perhaps so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speculating on the lives, how they live, mm-hmm. how they live. All right, we'll be back with more. Uh, here is Pegyedin performing, just in light of the uh, title. It's Mangne, the loved one. 사랑받고 갔어요 그게 아니면 지금 that was Pegyedin with Mangne, the loved one. Um, and why Mangne? Because we are talking about Jeborjit Mangne Alter, which is a huge buzzing, um, really, really, uh, really strong start right now. Right. Um, currently airing on a cable network here, but also uh, being regularly posted and updated onto several. Mm. OTT platform, so it's really accessible for all of us to That's right. check out mm-hmm. when and whenever we want. Uh, it's, a, it's a funny title. Kinda. It is. Yeah. It's based on a web novel, <clears throat> you know, that oh. was, became very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of the you know studios, um, the production companies bought the rights. Yeah. But it took a while for it to go into production. Okay. No doubt because the fact that it's based on, you know, these Samsung families, so Hyundai families. So it's a little bit of a, you know, touchy situation, right? Oh yeah, because right? there's real people's um images mm-hmm. that they do have to be considerate about. Right. Mm-hmm. So the cable company that actually is airing broadcasting this show uh-huh. has some ties with the Samsung family mm-hmm. by marriage. Mm-hmm. So people think maybe, you know, they were the only ones this company broadcasting company was it. that could tackle this with <laughs> I'm sure with their blessing. Right? I'm sure, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is a fictionalized account right. of a fictional family. Mm-hmm. And um of course there's lots of superficial little markers that Koreans can recognize to signal to them, oh, that is a Chebor, you know. So and so. So and so. Mm-hmm. There's a patriarch there right. and the other there, and we all and, know that. And various episodes that we know about, you know, the intrigue and mm-hmm. sort of fights within those families yes, as well, right? Yes, family fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, like, like like I was saying, it's sort of like the royals, it you is. know? It's like, it hey, is. what's going on? And that's right. Et cetera. But interesting. But interesting it stuff. also touches the big sort <clears> of... Um, really huge historical moments in recent Korean history. That's right. Going back to 87. 87, the presidential <clears throat> elections, mm-hmm. right? The first kind of post-military you know, dictatorship. dictatorship. The, 
um, first sort of fair elections right. that we experienced. Yes. Then we go into the IMF crisis. Ten years after that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now we're getting into the sort of 2000s. Mm-hmm. So mm. people are, it's kind, it's kind of exciting to see, yeah. you know, this interesting sort of fictional portrayals right. of actual moments in history. True, mm-hmm. true. So um, this show seems to be doing a good job of sort of weaving in a little bit of fact, a little bit of fiction, and a lot of fantasy. <laughs> That's right, because it's about a reincarnation. Yes. (laughs) All right. Um, Yes, and we were moving a little bit um, outside of Tebarjit Magne Adder, or Reborn Rich, uh, Cynthia, because you wanted to focus on one of the actors. Yes. Even though Song Joong-gi is sort of the leading character, Mm -hmm. the main character, Mm -hmm. it's this actor, Lee Sung-min who is just stealing, eating up the scenery, uh-huh. you know, whenever he's in the he's scene. He's stealing the show. Right. That's hard to, hard to do. It is. From Song Joong-mi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about Lee Sung-min's career mm-hmm. um, because he is a really prolific actor. Yeah. He has done so many dramas mm-hmm. and movies. Um, but, you know, he's had a really difficult beginning. Mm. Um, you know, he actually grew up um, in this small town in North Gyeongsang province. Mm-hmm. And, but he really got it. He got sort of the acting buzz, mm-hmm. you know, when he turned 20. Mm-hmm. And he spent 10 years in Daegu wow. just working in the theaters, the lo- oh. local theater troops. Oh, wow. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then early 2000s, he and he went up to Seoul and s- still worked in theater then. Um, but it was really, he got into the public eye mm-hmm. with this role. I remember this. Um, this role of Sarjun Song in the drama Pasta. Oh. He played the Sajang character. Remember? And I remember you mentioning him when we actually t- mm-hmm. you, uh, talked about Pasta in yeah. our segment. That's yeah. right. Um, <clears throat> then he did various dramas as well, things like um, shows like Golden Time, mm-hmm. Brain, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also did some work with movies. Um, mm-hmm. He played a supporting character in the movie Pyonoin mm-hmm. that starred Song Gang of course, right. right? But it was in 2014, and re- you remember this, mm-hmm. right? He played um, the character of Oh Sang Sik. In this hit drama, Miseng, right, the incomplete life, right, right? and that that just, just threw, put him on the map. I mean, right, uh, it was definitely his breakout role, and right. it it is come to think of it, I remember seeing Lee Sung Min here and mm-hmm. there, here, especially after Miseng a lot, right, but I don't remember him young. So basically, he got kind of a late start in right. in TV and in film and stuff. Right. Wow. Um, you know, through Mizang, he also won a slew of awards, including Peksang. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I think through Mizang, he also started to get sort of major the- um, movie roles, oh. right? But to be honest, I think his selection of movies have been kind of very hit Ooh. or miss. <laughs> ah, a little hit or miss. Right? Mm-hmm. They actually, you know, there's a sort of nickname for him. Kun Hyung-hye Suoja. 
he's able to do like balance those mm-hmm. roles because there's such hit and miss uh-huh. that maybe you know mm-hmm. um, he hasn't done so well in on the big screen mm-hmm. uh, however yeah. in recent years I think he's doing very well mm-hmm. with his picks in dramas earlier this year mm-hmm. we saw him Sonyo Shimpan yeah he had a great supporting the juvenile role juvenile justice right. show and I believe he has a role right now mm-hmm. in the drama Hyungsarungo which is playing in one of the global OTT sites. Mm, interesting. It's just for streaming. Oh, it's only for streaming. Interesting. Right. Um, so Lee Sung-min, of course, uh, most people will know him. Definitely he is most well-known for his role as uh, Oh Jang <laughs> in Mi Seng. Such a beloved character. Right. Yeah. Um, but he is try- I think what he was doing is trying to show his range, mm-hmm. but maybe it was for better or for worse. Mm. But uh, I think he's finally finding his stride in what kind of roles he has to kind of go for on TV and film. So right now he's doing pretty well. Yeah. One thing that I found really interesting was that, you know, when folks asked him what, you know, what is, what role have you, what was your favorite role? Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. he actually said the hardest role and sort of the most kind of role closest to his heart Uh is this supporting character that Mm -hmm. he played in a KBS drama called Daewang Sejong. Oh. And I looked it up, Mm -hmm. and I had to look way down in the list of characters. (laughs) He wasn't a major character. Uh He played one of the sort of um, civil servants called Mm. Cheman Lee. Mm -hmm. But for him, Mm -hmm. I guess for him, it doesn't matter if he's a title role or not. It's not about being a star. It's about how he connects to that particular character. character. That's right. And this is a guy who has honed his art through many, many, many years Mm -hmm. in theater. Right. Right. So uh, it's all about really connecting with your character. Mm -hmm. You know, in in theater, you are playing the beginning of the story to the end of the story every day. That's right. On an infinite loop. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's really about a process of bonding with that, Mm -hmm. that character. And bringing that craft to the scene with us, we can feel him. Yeah, we feel his sincerity. So nice. Yeah, um, definitely I was struck by his um, character in Reborn Rich. <laughs> right. He just kind of, you know, your gaze is mm-hmm. just towards Lee Sung-min in whatever scene he's in. That makes me so curious. Right. We'll be back with more about Lee Sung-min. Here's one more from the Reborn Rich OST. It's Shin Yong-jae performing Mother. <laughs> We just listened to um, Mother, beautiful, right. um, yeah, beautiful mm-hmm. song there by Shin Yongjae. Great vocals, great writing, and uh, here we're focused on Lee Sung Min. Oh, we only have a few minutes left, but uh, Cynthia, you wanted to throw out some things to check out so that we can completely fanboy <laughs> Mr. Lee Sung Min. Well, of, of course, Mi Seng is a great show to begin <gasps> with. That's right? a must, right? I mean. Regardless of mm-hmm. Lee Sung-min or not, you just have to watch it. Right. <laughs> That's like my Insane drama. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there, I mentioned that there's a current series mm. um, on one of the global OTT sites. So it's, it was an original series right. to develop for that OTT. Right. Kyungsarok, which is produced by Studio Dragon. You know, oh, the yes. company that mm-hmm. turns out all these wonderful the hits shows. after hits. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a kind of a mystery detective 
um, thriller type um, series Mm -hmm. because Lee Sang-min plays this detective Mm -hmm. who is about to retire. Okay. Of course, a huge case lands in his lap. Uh And, uh, you know, it's... It seems like he might be kind of involved. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a suspect. Mm-hmm. But um, Chingu plays yeah. this other new uh, transferee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the rookie. Mm-hmm. Detective, right? Mm-hmm. Who, at first, he is suspect, you know, he suspects Lee Sang-min, but then later he realizes, oh, maybe he's not, and let's partner up and mm-hmm. catch the real killer. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so a little detective mystery right? series, if that is up your alley mm-hmm. as well. And he has some wonderful uh, films that you were right. mentioning. At first you said, maybe his choices are a little hit oh and my miss. You know, but when it hits... Yes, when it hits, it's great. It's great. And one of them, I have to mention it, it's Kong Jack that came out in 2018. The English title is The Spy Gone North. Mm. And it's this spy drama Mm -hmm. that stars Hwang Jung-min in the lead. And his sort of North Korean counterpart is Lee Sung-min. Jo Jin-young and Ju Ji-hoon rounds out the main cast. All-star cast there. Right. Mm -hmm. And even though this is a spy thriller, there's not a lot of action. Oh. A great comparison might be this movie, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, yeah, which yeah. I love too. Very cerebral. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all, there's a lot of suspense, yeah. but not much action. There's no shootout scenes, no, no. You know, no guns, right? A lot of whispered conversations right? in dark corners. But people get killed and <laughs> disappear yeah. and get tortured, right? Wow, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. So this movie is really full of suspense, mm. but there's also human drama yeah. here, and I yeah. think you know it because of the actors Hwang Jung-min and Lee Sung-min. They know how to pull out the feels, I right? See. Even of the coldest sort of, you know, spy thriller genre. Right. I, I remember feel like rooting for these two characters oh, who end up creating this sort of bromance uh-huh. chemistry in mm. the movie. Highly, you know, recommended. Wow. Okay. So a couple of things that we can whet our appetites on to um, enjoy Lee Sung-min's wonderful acting skills and craft. Thank you so much. Oh, that's chock full OFD and chill today. Thank right. you. <laughs> and we'll see you next time, Cynthia. Alrighty, mm-hmm. taking Cynthia out. Here is Kang Min Kyung and Choi Jung Moon performing "Udin Kuroke Sarangheso" because we loved. That's all the time we have for today's One Fine Day. Here is Tadin with the song Stood to round out our show for today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow.